everybody. Welcome back to another episode of From the Panther Pit. I'm staff writer Ben Barkley. I'm sitting center Jenna Sanders. How are you doing today, Jenna? I'm doing great. How are you, Ben? I'm doing great. So let's get some talking about some sports. All right. So let's start off with winter sports are officially over now. And so let's give a little bit of a director cup update. So we have Stars Mill is actually number one overall with 732 points. And then Buford is falling close behind with 700. However, the boys are actually um, being led by Buford with uh, 317 points, with Stars Mill in second with 300. And on the girls' side, the Stars Mill Panthers are number one with 432, and Buford is number two with 383. So those two schools are dominating the entire thing oh, yeah. with Director's Cup. And with the other Fayette County schools, they're a little bit further down, with McIntosh being seventh is the next closest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fayette County School, and they have 445 points. And the drop-off between second and third is from 700 to 510 overall points, which is a significant Mm drop-off. So since, you know, all of our winter sports are over, let's jump into a little bit of spring sports, and I'll start over here with soccer. So especially on the girls' side, the team is a little young. I know that we have two seniors overall, but we only have one that is currently playing because Merritt Parker was injured on the bench. So we have Rachel Davison, and the senior night game was on Tuesday against Jonesboro, and that ended in a mercy rule with 10-0 in the first half. And then it was a doubleheader, obviously, since it was senior night, and the boys won 2-1 um, that same night. And, you know, both teams are doing fairly well with the boys 2-1 and in the region and the girls 3-0 in the region. And especially on the girls' side, there have been very little goals scored against them, with I believe a total of six goals against them. And then the boys are struggling with a little bit more with defense. However, they still have a lot of shutout wins. And the boys have an overall record of 7-2-1, and the girls are 8-2. So we'll see what what these two teams have coming up for them. So I talked to Chloe Spradlin, and, you know, we just kind of talked about – a game that they played on the 8th, and uh, she used a very interesting metaphor that um, I'd only really ever heard coaches use, so here is that interview now. All right, let's talk to you about the game a little bit. Uh, it was a great response after Tuesday's 2-1 two, two loss. We were all really, really, really mad at ourselves for um, for losing on Tuesday, and so to be a region rival and to, you know, hopefully get that number one seed, I mean, Today's the first step, and we, we really got that. So so how do you feel going into the future after this game? Um, I'm really confident. You know, it's good that we can um, bounce back like this after, uh, after a tough loss and, uh, you know, after a couple losses with players as well. So um, we just have to keep building off of that. You know, this is just uh, it's kind of like puzzle pieces, just putting each puzzle together. And then once we hopefully, once we get the full puzzle, we state champions. So she compared the game and the, you know, like the sport in general to a puzzle. And I thought that that was really interesting to hear, you know, especially a junior that is being looked to to lead the team as using that metaphor. Because usually we have coaches saying, you know, like everything just needs to fit together. And, you know, the players will always tell you like, you know, yeah, we need to gel. But they never really give a specific like metaphor that they can just come up with the top of their head. And I just thought that was kind of really interesting that we had Coley Spradlin do that. So now jumping into some lacrosse here, we'll start with the boys. Yesterday they had a big game against Whitewater coming off 
Saturday's game against Buford where they lost eight to seven. They completely destroyed. It was a 16 to one dominant effort. And I caught up with junior Cameron Hurd and here's what he had to say. So how do you feel about this win tonight? Um, <laughs> very good team win. Uh, we had very, we had very good ball movement. We didn't care about who we were playing. We just played like we usually do. So how do you feel about your individual performance tonight? Um, I don't really look on individual performance. It was a very good team win, in my opinion. So you guys came off of this win right off that last close loss against Buford on Saturday. What did you guys do differently in that in this game than you did on Saturday? <laughs> we just moved the ball faster. We worked, we worked very good on offense. We were a little static in that Buford game, but we really picked it up this game. And what do you still need to improve on in order to be successful for the rest of the season? Um, just got to improve on always looking for my teammates and making sure I make the right executions. He said it was a big team win, and really that's really what they needed since the close loss from last Saturday really affected the team. And um, they just played well, and Whitewater, they are a good lacrosse team. They're not becoming program, but we played well to counter that. So that win gets them 5-4 and four overall, and they have their next game not until – a week from today, March 21st, against St. Pius Catholic. And, you know, Schmidt's really been front-loading the schedule this year because he's sick of having 17-2 and two records and then getting bounced in the second round, which has happened the last two seasons. So we'll see where that goes. And going into the girls, they just had their last game, I believe, on Monday over in Snellville against Brookwood. They won 15-4. They're now 4-0 in the region, and they're looking – last year, of course, they made state and lost, but this time they're looking for a big victory in state, and they have the pieces there. But we'll see where it goes. And their next game is tomorrow here at Panther Stadium at 555 against Luella. And then jumping into track a little bit, so we have Harrison Folds as Player of the Week this week, and we will have Nick Harden writing up a story about that. And then actually our tennis team will be at a – High school tennis, the Deco Turf National High School Tennis Team UTR Invitational in Chattanooga. They leave tomorrow and that goes into Saturday as well. So be keeping up with both track and tennis. So now jumping a little bit into baseball, this is one of the better starts I've seen from this team. They're 13 and 2 with a 6 and 0 region record. Mosley, of course, always also front loads the schedule with hard teams because you have to beat those hard teams if you want to find them come state playoff time. And they just defeated on Tuesday. They were over in Warner Robins against Houston County with a 3 nothing shutout loss, actually. Only their second of the season, but they played tomorrow here at Stars Mill against Thomas County Central. But then next week, another region series against our rivals, McIntosh. McIntosh, they have another... They have a pretty good baseball team. They're nine and three with a five and zero region record. You know, it always comes down to you know, you know, Stars Mill McIntosh, who's better. Usually, it's us when it comes to baseball, but we'll see. They'll be Tuesday at McIntosh at five fifty five, then Thursday here at Stars Mill at five fifty five, and then that Friday at McIntosh at six, if you want to. Check them out. They would really love your support. 
And then just overall, we've had a very successful start to our spring sports season with a lot of our teams just being able to take off real fast and kind of a pun there with Harrison Foles being player of the week this week. But um, so <laughs> they've been able to hit the ground running and, you know, kind of show off what all of these teams can do, especially since a lot of the schedules for spring sports are very heavily front loaded. Mm-hmm. Very hard, especially um, baseball and lacrosse. Well, soccer and too. soccer as well. Because, you know, the first time the girls are and the boys ever played on the field was against Greater Atlanta Christian. And that was, and you know, they started off with a 1-0 record because they lost, especially, well, the girls at least, because they lost to Greater Atlanta Christian. But they're one of, they're a private school and they, you know, I'm pretty sure they're 6A. And so, you know, that's a little bit of a harder team to go up against whenever you don't exactly have that. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have that capability. And uh, all of the different sports have a different field at Greater Atlanta Christian, so they obviously, you know, put a lot into their athletic department. Athletic department, and so I think that says a lot about our spring sports and where they're going to end up this season in state and possibly in region play, which is coming up very coming up. quickly. Oh yeah, it's almost April. I just can't believe it. Uh, yeah, you know, we have two weeks left of March. And then we have April coming up, and that's when we get really heavy into region play. It's when we just hit region playoffs, and then state starts in May. So, you know, all of those teams are about to really have to hit the ground running here soon. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go out and support the Panthers and at every single game that they have coming up, especially at home, because they that really is definitely when they thrive. Yes, they definitely thrive whenever there are more people there. And uh, do you have anything else to say, Ben? I think I'm good. All right, thank you guys for listening.